previously from part one with my interview with Jen Eichenhorst. I, I would pursue someone till the ends of the earth. I would, if that mm, happened to Chris or wow. not. And then not knowing that months later, I would be at the mercy. Wow. I would be at the mercy of strangers listening to my story, knowing I caused this. Like mm. I take full responsibility of that day. Um, I didn't intend for it. I mean, I was human in my, yeah. I did everything following the law that I humanly could do, except I was complacent. I mm. literally thought when I came to that stop sign, I came to that crossroad and you can go spiritual into yeah, this. Absolutely. I came to that crossroad feeling safe mm. and I did not, Mm. I was complacent in the fact that I did not treat that intersection like a busy road. Mm. Wow. So how many times in life when you're busy, you're not doing something, or, and you come to a road and you take that left turn and you end up on a path you never intended to go. And, and that's exactly what happened. Welcome back to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. I'm so grateful that you are joining me on today's part two of my episode with Jen Eichenhorst. Uh, I mean, I was following the law. I'm a good person. I'm talking to my daughter. We're talking about her day. There's no big distractions, and yet there was danger lurking mm. and wow. and because of me a ripple of pain um, mm. just went out just waves of pain and I can't take that back wow you know but the gospel came alive in that mm. the gospel came alive in that yeah there's nothing I can do so it was that realization there's literally Nothing that I can do this side of heaven, mm. but to trust the Lord with this story. You guys, the gospel came alive in that moment. This is not our home. Yeah. This We're is not our home. just passing through. Yeah. And um, what part of the gospel in that moment, like within maybe months, a year, even now, did are you, do you really like take hold of, um, in this story? Well, my identity, my identity is in Christ alone mm. because the world will tell me, um, I should be very much ashamed of this story mm. and I should keep it in secret mm. and move to a new city and tell no one, mm. right. To hide, um, that I'm no longer a good person, that I've wow. done this, that even though I walk like a normal person, that I'm labeled. And that is not the voice of the Lord. Right. And I believe that. Yeah. For a while. And every day I wake up and I will be met with that same voice and I choose what voice to listen to. Mm -hmm. And if I walked in that shame, one, it would destroy me. Yeah. And there would be more tragedy. Mm hmm it would have destroyed me. God could get no glory from me crawling in the hole that I felt like I deserved and holding on to this shame. Mm. God gets no glory in that. He doesn't. Mm. But by saying, look, I own this. I surrender to his will for my life. I um, 
I trust in his goodness. I trust that he really he really died for all sins, that he sees all sins the same. Yeah. And if I trust his word, then it would contradict that if I stayed in that home. Mm. It Amen. would totally contradict that. Um, but I knew that if I could try to give hope, share hope, mm. um, set people free, or just say, hey, I've done the worst that you can do to anyone mm. like I've done that and I can say and God is good yeah. and he can redeem this if he can redeem me he can redeem you mm. if he can help walk with you through that sorrow and grief he can walk with you mm. you know and I have to trust it because this is my path but every person that was involved in that story that day has their own choice yeah and, and, and the Lord is working on them in their own timing. Yes. We can't compare one another. No. Yeah. No. Um, but so I, I feel like my identity is the theme. That theme uh, throughout my life is remembering who God says I am. Yes. Because the world would say, this is pretty selfish of you to share that story. Really? Mm -hmm. Because I'm the, I'm the villain. Mm. I'm not the victim is in the story. <sighs> Mm. To the family, yeah. To the people who yeah. love David. No, I know. I am. I'm. Yeah. I am the villain of my own story. But, I mean, our choices have consequences, right? Yeah. So sometimes we can be the villain of our own story. Yeah. Um, and yet, there is the prodigal son mm. that comes home. There is the testimony that can be used. There is little David that can be used, like who continues to you know, make choices, but then still be used by God. And here I am saying, Lord, I did this. And why in the world do you want me to share it? But at the same time, mm. I felt compelled to do it. Right. I felt compelled to say, this was the wrestling of my faith. Mm. And it was raw and uncomfortable. And it was... Um, it was hard and holy, and mm. at the end of the day, what God says about me matters most. Yes, and that He is still good. You know, I, I feel like the this this theme that just is so prevalent through this whole story. This whole story is hope, mm -hmm. um, not just hope in something getting better, but hope in Christ. Right. Because it doesn't get better. No, it doesn't. That's the weird yeah, thing. Yeah. There is no hopeful, happy ending. Yes. But yet there's still hope. Yes. Isn't that weird? Oh, only just, God could do only that. Only God could do that. <laughs> only Amen. God could do that. And yeah. with that hope, you uh, you actually named your podcast Accidental Hope. Right. And so can you tell me like where you were in that moment when that popped into your mind yeah. and you're like, oh, you're going to do a podcast. Like, where did that come from? Okay. Little mom from Waco with no social media following. And I'm a teacher who works from home. 